Welcome back to Black or Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Vikings. This is season two, episode five. Yep, episode five, Answers in Blood, written by Michael Hurst, directed by Jeff Wulno. I gave this a 9.7 out of 10. We got some good Viking action and warfare as the, uh, the two men who've been pitted against each other borg and ragnar duke it out with his son bjorn for the first time they are fighting as a family loved everything about that and then we have a little bit more of what's going on on the home front and then what's happening in wessex so a lot to pack into this episode before we do jump into the recap wherever listening to this podcast stitcher itunes Podbean, wherever else you find your podcast pleasure go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback for vikings or any other show that we do blackyourcouch at gmail.com so let's start with wessex because everything else happens in Cadigat. so i want to get the wessex uh, thing out of the way at king eckberg's court he is he is doing what we see ragnar do at the end of this episode which is dispensing justice and hearing complaints from the people and one of the women come in because her husband has accused her of adultery and has decided to slash her face and now wants to publicly have her branded our baby athelstan is alive and recovering and is now the king's counselor when he wants any insight into pagan beliefs and he says what would the pagans do in this situation he tells them on his little crutch that they would have favored her side of the story if she were a free woman and he can't believe that pagan laws are superior to their own and he ends up dispensing justice in her favor i'm not sure is it just because he finds that pagans do hold women in higher regard than than the saxons who are christians but think that they can do whatever they want with their women because she doesn't have any rights or a soul or anything else of any agency he is being seen as the you know the pagan believer that used to be a christian if a wolf comes up to him and tells him hey my father was in the court of charlemagne he's heavily devout you need to show up to mass you former pagan athelstan is he is at a a crossroads in his religions because he now finds himself in the opposition of believing in both gods as the virgin mary appears to him as well as uh, odin and we see the raven outside and considering that odin is clearly tied to ragnar there's just a lot fucking with his mind right now and where he finds himself between well basically some guy that he ended up falling in love with ideology wise as well as persona and then now he finds himself back in his own religious homeland but now ear to a king that is similar to ragnar but not quite ragnar but it's being used for some of the same concepts he decides to go to mass but unfortunately he is plagued by visions and he ends up spitting out the body of christ with which athelwulf sees and he ends up being kind of uh played by the devil (laughs) he's got a whole lot of problems going on is basically what's going on in wessex we didn't get anything else besides that but we did need to check in with athelstan and see what's going on he has healed from his wounds but he's emotionally and 
religiously in strife going back to Cadigate, where our story picks up lagatha comes in and reunites with uh what's his name why am i blinking right now <laughs> big motherfucker why am i blinking on his name um it'll come to me soon enough but he clearly is like i'm so glad to see you he's putting his hands all over her she's like of course i would show up for ragnar i love you bitch oh my god i ain't gonna never stop loving you rollo that's his name siggy reunites with her and it's kind of like she wanted to say girl i'm this bitch's uh handmaid now but trust me i still am loyal to you and she looks over and sees Aslog holding those children like they are her armor because that's the only thing that you worth as the madonna but like they ain't even tripping about this shit she's like uh yeah i've moved on i've gotten a husband and i've done shit and i know this was not my fate but she is happy to see ragnar's children and even tells them as much she was very affectionate to him she wants to hold the baby she's like sigurd after your father she calls her princess she introduces her son bjorn to aslog all of those things and ragnar comes in looks like he was just taking a shit by the way he was uh fastening up and there's just like this awkward moment oh no i know it was nice to see bjorn and rollo reunite as well he's like bjorn you're a big motherfucker (laughs) just awkward between them because i mean he is riding that torch hard but then he actually confronts that at the end of the episode and i like this new direction that rollo is going into as he's trying to get closer to his brother but i think his brother has gotten a little bit more egotistical in the past few years when it comes to acknowledging what his brother brings to the equation and we'll talk more about that when we get to the fight scene the the battle scene but he he says uh enough pleasantries let's talk business they need to get him out of Cadigate board because he could just basically hull up there with winter supplies and he has no reason to leave except they're going to destroy the food stuff to get them to chase them so that they can be on more even battle ground because they y'all borg is not aware of the reinforcements showing up so ragnar he volunteers himself and his son as he eye fucks him the whole time not like i fucking like fucking but like i fucking like yeah you got to show me what you got because uh you better not disappoint (laughs) he hasn't been training him all this time and and your sons like their greatness reflects on the father so of course he's all about that he goes into town with uh two other unnamed people one was orlay because we knew he was gonna die he says do not fear death embrace it like crawling up to a beautiful woman and he says may the gods be with you and they weren't with orlick but orlick still managed to uh to die a honorable death when when ragnar sat back (laughs) and threw his axe in that dude's face that's gonna be embarrassing you just randomly show up in the halls of Valhalla. like how'd you get here i just heard a uh what sounded like a sheep <laughs> i don't know what happened after that they end up setting the the stores on fire and setting those stores on fire accomplishes their goal yaborg follows he has his wife is pregnant if you didn't notice i think she's pregnant torvi because she's like don't leave and he's like uh i gotta go prove my manhood boo too late he realizes that he has bitten off a little bit more than he can chew but he can't turn coward now so the fighting begins 
I like seeing the shield wall in all its glory because you see how close quartered the battles actually are that you're fighting people it's not a lot it's just you that wooden shield and your axe and your sword and you have to very intimately take out your enemy and then you have the two uh leads in the back that are you know watching out for the whole line trying to see where there is weaknesses ragnar and lagatha are both looking at bjorn to see his readiness for battle because this is a huge about 85 percent of what they do or the most uh lethal thing they do is when they're raiding so you need to be able to be a survivor and as i stated i think in my previous podcast that it was a little bit of a a disadvantage that he was raised without those skills like i don't doubt it all like like if there's a great shield maiden and can handle herself we see however there's there's nothing that's going to replace the the same type of fighting uh training that would go on if he would have stayed with his father and with his uncle and and the rest of the men that have a lot of experience going out into the field but he is able to hold his own for the most part uh lagatha gets into a little bit of trouble and rollo is right there with his big giant ass to uh to block off anyone from harming her then there's a moment where ragnar and borg eye each other during the fight i love the slow-mo of this as they're walking down in the pan and the camera's just watching them watch each other say what you want about y'all borg he isn't no punk ass bitch he he has uh even went up against the king he clearly knows how to fight and utilize his men he's able to uh seeing you know possibly the tides turning he decides to go for a bum rush uh, viking style <laughs> and he tells everyone to brace ragnar but unfortunately bjorn despite being a giant himself finds himself on his ass and his parents were right next to him in like a heartbeat i got you fam ragnar tells him to get his weapon he does he ends up taking down the enemy and his mother is proud of him but his father he has to uh be in charge of the battle of dictating things so he can't really you know he's not like while he's watching his son he really is supposed to be primarily focused on the battle but of course he cares about seeing what his son can do and also protecting him because this this is the first battle bjorn's ever been in but i thought he did a good job as well but as as uh as anyone knows being the son of a great person is gonna come with far higher expectations because people are going to have higher expectations of you whether that's fair or not they end up uh kicking ass taking names and ragnar i mean he was showing his skills like this is one of my favorite ragnar fights because he was just he he was determined he's like, i'm gonna fuck that guy up and Bar- borg seeing the writing on the wall wasn't stupid was not stupid had a look alike and everything it's like ah, i'm about to get the fuck out of here <laughs> but in this fight you see rollo who is saving his brother multiple times multiple times in this in this fight he saved uh ragnar granted you're my brother of course i'm looking out for you but it would have been nice for ragnar to be like thank you brother because he's like ragnar i'm with you he's trying to make it up to him right showing that i'm by your side i'm fighting with you even like <laughs> clothes lines that one guy and instead of acknowledging that rollo had a good plan about the food you know or giving him any props about saving his life in the battle ragnar says you did good today bjorn and his father's like you have a lot to learn triumphantly they return to Kattegat everyone's happy to be 
they all came out of their huts like thank god you have liberated us from that bored guy we hated him and they even welcome lagatha back into town she's still remembered still has a soft great place in everyone's heart then there's a sacrifice of course and once again rollo his his uh redemption is rather taken away from him as ragnar says no my son will do it and so he does end up uh killing the prisoner because that's what they do everyone celebrates but he doesn't say he's proud of him lagatha and aslog have a brief conversation no it's ragnar and aslog have a brief conversation where aslog starts to tell ragnar how he admires or she admires lagatha and uh this is this putting thoughts in ragnar's head because he's looking over at his wife like kiki do you love me are you riding say you never ever leave from beside me because i want you and i need you and i'm down for you i'm sorry ex-wife <laughs> saw princess aslog and then he looked over and saw lagatha he just kept looking back between them then he saw the sea see her creeping in the window like i gotta ask you some questions sir <laughs> can i have my cake and eat it too i know i can but the sea is like you think any of those women just gonna allow you to make decisions for them it's their choice and while one is acting like she's totally okay with it she know goddamn well her husband's heart is truly like Siggy said Ragnar still loves Lagatha he loves Aslog for being the mother of his children but that's <laughs> he acts like a teenager when he's around her because later on he goes and sees her and Siggy's home uh her and ragnar talking he's like uh so i was just coming to buy to see what i was gonna do you know about our son well he's happy here well he should stay you both should stay i'm not saying that i want you to stay but it like be a good thing and i think you'd be happier if you stayed and he would stayed and you know you can stay in my house you know um in my bed you know that wouldn't be okay with your wife Let's do it like I can. No. there's a brief conversation outside between siggy and rollo where she asks him are you still in love with lagatha too he said yeah what is love baby don't hurt me don't hurt me no more but he says yeah some version of rollo however i'm um i am shedding the skin of the person that i used to be and the person that is now emerging has feelings for only one person and that person's you i hope that answers your question i like that and then we saw we see uh him doing the same thing that king Eckbert was doing dispensing justice except he decides to allow his son to determine how many sheep they're going to give the accusers or the accusers is going to give to the person they accuse because he's going to let them keep their land because clearly he called bullshit he gets a message from uh from one of i don't know i guess king horksman and he says yeah Eckbert betrayed us he slaughtered all of Horik's men with only Horik and his son Erlendir escaping and he says Athelstan what about Athelstan don't hurt me don't hurt me no more yeah, remind me. yeah. Uh. that man said I don't know who that is that's how insignificant that motherfucker was to everybody around except for ragnar this followed up by lagatha coming in and saying that she's thought long and hard she gives a nice speech and says look i would love to stay here but my son is going to stay here i am going to return to my husband 
and you got aslock thanking her and crying and shit you just want attention aslock knew damn well if lagatha decided to jump back up in ragnar's bed that her ass would be obsolete like she would be the booty call she would be everything and i mean it's it's more like yeah you would be my wife but i but you would clearly see the difference on how i treat you like this is not someone this is not only someone i can be that that domestic with i can also be a warrior with you know you see when it's time to talk business aslaw has to go over in the corner with the kids because this ain't her realm this ain't her area of expertise and that's something that she knows she can never live up to and always will be and that's a huge part of the culture too she's a princess she's pampered and he's like yeah you're you're a good baby maker so of course she thanked her and she probably sincerely meant that shit like thank you you will never know how much this meant to me because now i have a place I i still have a place to be versus if you show back up in the picture i don't have that place anymore other than a mantle um bjorn's gonna stay she gonna go back to that abusive ass man i don't know how i feel about that especially without bjorn but i trust in lagatha i believe in lagatha and i'm down with lagatha you can't fuck with queen oh yeah i forgot that as long as pregnant again because that bitch is like the queen of fertility <laughs> that's one thing she can do is pop out them damn children but she's concerned about the prophecy because they had sex and she said that's a bad thing if we have sex they didn't make it like the 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 sagas because in the sagas they made it pretty much seem like ragnar raped his wife but that that does not seem to be the case and I, we've never seen that type of ragnar so i would not even i'm glad they decided not to go that route and i think i've discussed all i needed to discuss in this episode but we do have feedback so let's hop into the mailbag what up cena it's mimi this is my feedback for vikings uh season two episode five um i thought i'd send out feedback for other stuff before i do house of the dragon um i need to get my mind right i might not send that till tomorrow when i'm driving to work but anyway um i enjoyed this episode um i loved how um Ragnar was looking at uh at, I keep wanting to call her Lagertha but I know that's not it even though that's how it looks it's Lagatha oh god this way this spell like I, I know there's an R in it and Darren said that you say the R Lagatha like I I don't hear it <laughs> When you look up the name on uh, Wikipedia, it looks like it's pronounced Lagertha. But whatever. I'm probably never going to get it right until we're on the last season. <laughs> anyway, um, I was, I was uh, thinking about uh, what he would, how he would feel about seeing her because in episode four like he was i think he was more uh excited i feel like there's a better word he was more interested that doesn't seem like the right word either i can't think of a better word but seeing uh bjorn was more at the top of his list so i don't think that he truly captured his feelings of how he felt like when he saw um um his ex-wife so to speak um for the first time since she left um she hears about ragnar so i'm assuming he heard about hers i would assume that viking communities keep in touch with one another's or at least like 
you know, they always say it's a small world, but I feel like when it's a, like a certain type of community, it has to be some type of base for it where like the communication is open, like stories are getting back and forth. So my assumption is he knew she was with someone else. At least that's what I assumed when the episode started, but he was show talking about I want both of them like have you even talked to her you just gonna go to the seer and be like yeah I'm in love with two women I want them both motherfucker you tried that that's why she left what would have changed like (laughs) I just I was just looking at him like he really don't comprehend like it's not up to you you wanted both of them from jump and she didn't want to do that and this was before you fell in love with um my god i am not even gonna pretend to remember her name because that bitch get on my nerve um his second wife um even though she's fucking annoying like i know she has the the prophecy like the uh gift of prophecy but i think she'd be so focused on the future that she can't fucking see the present like her fucking reading the room skills are fucking garbage like granted like like you're like i know you still love her you would rather be with her he he's telling you he does it and we know from like you know our perspective that he wants the both of you but it's like if you keep arguing with the man about stuff that he ain't done yet maybe that's the reason he did it now i'm not saying that that's how what happens when people cheat but i can tell you if someone's just going to continuously call me a liar no matter what i say over and over again i promise it's only it's gonna get to a point where i'm really gonna start lying i'm like well you're treating me like a liar anyway what's the point of telling you the truth you're not gonna believe me i mean whether the truth is detrimental or not like at this point what's the point you just you keep thinking i'm a liar so i feel like that's how it would be like i don't know i don't know if like if she'll be ever be one of those characters that i start liking but she got on like from the from the beginning even when she was just bathing i didn't care for her like there was nothing unique or special about her and now she just gets on my nerve i think it's uh i think her relationship with you know being um the mother of ragnar's sons made um lagatha I guess care for her you know you know i couldn't get give him sons so like she's like she said she trusts the prophecy which is admirable because it could have been easy for her to you know not like her and hate ragnar and keep his son away from him um i loved how she made the announcement you know i got responsibilities i gotta go back to my husband um but i want my son to stay here with his dad because you know who wouldn't want to be with their dad if their dad was ragnar lothbrook like i feel like that was awesome of her to choose for him because i think bjorn would have stayed with his mom just out of the obligation because he he let like he he left there to help his dad but he's been with his mom all this time you know what has it been well we know the last time jump they showed us was four four years so you know it's it's been some time and he would feel obligated to still be around her like why wouldn't he like i i can't just abandon my mom now i got i gotta protect her from the shithead she married so i feel like her legatha saying um you need to stay with your dad i give you my blessing i thought that was pretty awesome of her because it gave him the option to not feel like he was abandoning his mom and i think that's what he needed um and then i think that's all i have to say about that i i (laughs) i know like fight scenes are like what people love but i freaking hated that fucking fight scene because it gave me so much anxiety like i I think I don't like fight scenes like that unless it's like choreographed to like look like it's a dance where you can see everything going on like I know like war and battles weren't like that back in the day I know it was a clusterfuck like it is so it's being portrayed the right way but like 
like Marvel or like I can't even use DC because I fucking hate them but like like action movies like it's like spread out you see the moves you see the people coming oh like Cobra Kai like their fight scenes are fucking ridiculous and make absolutely no sense like this shit would not happen in real life but you can see everything that's happening because it's organized and it's not literally everybody on top of each other and that's why I can't these fight scenes be giving me so much fucking anxiety I can't even stand it um but I loved <laughs> how um Rolo game right back into the cut I love Ragnar like the way he was looking at um your your barn borg barg borge <laughs> god i can't stand these names by the time i remember the names the characters are fucking dead i i fucking can't but the way that fucking pussy dude that jumped on like he pulled the one dude off the horse and jumped on it i was like what a bitch and then he left his wife like what happened when when he left to war did she just leave i hope so because i didn't see her when ragnar and then went back to kattegat and uh like took over i'm just i don't know i'm very curious what happened to his wife and i hope she left him because that's what his ass gets um because he was so sure he was gonna win and i knew dude when he got like stabbed in the thigh like that looked like that went right through your femur you're a femoral artery dude you're gonna be dead in the next few minutes that's a big ass artery right there and usually people that sever it if they're not already in the hospital they don't make it but you know i guess his death was beneficial and the way they go about life you know they they go into battle with the thought that hey this might be my last doing anything i might die and it's something that they're okay with so yeah um and then the last thing i want to talk about is rollo i hope he stays like this because he i just love how like carefree and jolly he looks like he he doesn't have those scowl lines anymore he just looks happy even when he made that speech about like you know the old rollo used to be in love with lagatha and now you know he he doesn't feel that way anymore i wanted him to be like you know the rollo now loves you ziggy but he didn't say that i just felt it though i shipped him hard because i love her i didn't think i would but she's my girl i wish she and would have went back with lagatha but then she wouldn't have been with rollo and rollo and her are my my couple right now because they all I have that's together I don't know if they care about each other like that or if they just really use each other to get their rocks off but I love it and I like their relationship um so yep yeah, I'll end it here um I think that's all I, I'm sure there's some points I missed oh really quick <laughs> when um Bjorn fell and almost died and he was like you have a lot to learn and I was like it was just one mistake and Darren was like he could have died that would have been one big mistake i was like i guess you're right <laughs> he does have a lot to learn um which is probably why his mom uh wanted him to stay so he can learn from the best because i mean he has the potential with the fucking genetics that he got dealt to him with a shield maiden and ragnar lothbrook is your dad you should be fucking murdering bitches in your sleep like fighting hoes left and right you should be able to battle by yourself so i'm i'm thinking that you know ragnar whip him into shape um i do like this bjorn a lot better than the the younger version he still got that stupid ass haircut but i can live with it because the actors like i really think he he is nailing this role so far like i said before he just reminds me of ragnar with these like mannerisms anywho um yep i'll end it here uh, until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out thank you queen mimi for your thoughts on the episode your ass got me saying lagertha and i have to stop myself and i'm i'm blaming it on you i'm like between you and shaw i'm like you fuckers i was doing fine with lagertha for all these times and now y'all got me thinking lagertha I like to call it Aslog, Aslug. <laughs> and that should tell you everything you need to know about me defending this character. <laughs> Even 
she ain't doing nothing wrong i'm like you ain't full of nobody <laughs> your ass just want to be kept uh prevalent the scene where he was like ever since you were a little boy he was like daddy i want to go daddy i want to go now today you get to be with me that was cute too yes bjorn would have stayed with his mama because that's his honor he would have stayed with his mother in the end he despite you know looking up to his father i think that he is his heart is very much like his mother's and yeah i have to i have to agree with darren here if his parents had rushed his aid his ass would have been fucked in the middle of a fight yeah once it's time for you to start there's not gonna be a lot of people you got to defend yourself and so my guess is probably uncle rollo and ragnar at his age were were not needing to be saved by mommy and daddy and it's a good thing that he has them there don't get me wrong but in his mind it's like yeah you're gonna have to be better than because of who you are even more so because people gonna come for you um it's a good feedback can't wait to see how you feel about the next episode uh i remember liking this one and the next one Woo, the next two the next two can't wait to see what you feel about them but uh that is uh mimi's thoughts on the episode let's hear from queen chai hey christina it's me shy i am here to give my feedback for vikings episode five of season two i don't know if i mentioned this in my previous feedback but one of the things i was looking forward to is the dynamics between lagatha and aslog however say her name um (laughs) so it was um it was it was different than what i expected but i liked it um you know it's been years um lagatha has moved on with her life yeah he's a crappy husband but it's her husband and uh aslog is with ragnar and is producing sons like nobody's business so i think that i mean not that i was expecting i don't know what i was expecting but i mean she really was um the bigger person in this and then towards the end she made the decision to leave because she knew that as aslog was not comfortable with her being there and she was insecure about lagatha's place in um ragnar's heart and let's be honest i mean at least this is my feelings on it i feel like lagatha is the love of Ragnar's life and he has love for Aslog as the mother of his children um yes he would like he would as he expressed in this one this I mean this is the first time I think I cracked up uh whenever when um someone went to see the seer because homeboy was like (laughs) basically telling Ragnar he can't have his cake and eat it too that he wants his cake and eat it too and it ain't gonna happen like it ain't up to you dog <laughs> so um and and i get it because again he he's uh lagatha is his first love the love of his life he you know was thinking with his little head and and of course that's the prophecy that he was gonna have all these sons and lagatha just couldn't is not the one to give him those so um and their belief is strong so i i get it um but i was like yeah ragnar it's not gonna happen for you dog you just um she just has too much pride and too much and she has her own life she has even though again not the best husband in the world but she's established her own life and she's her own woman um, she's a shield maiden and she just cannot be in that situation. Um, I love the dynamic between Bjorn and Ragnar. Um, and so I thought that was cool. Um, of course, um, Bjorn's going to have a lot to learn. It seems like he led a 
pretty sheltered life after he left, not being able to do the things he wants to do to grow into manhood, um, thanks to the Earl, whatever his name is. And so, and you know, he wasn't with his dad and honing his skills and all that stuff, which he would have been able to do were he to stay, have stayed with Ragnar. So and who knows, maybe he would end up dying because of all the stuff that Ragnar had been doing since, um, who knows, it is, you know, you just never know. He's there now. He's going to learn from his dad and be a powerful, powerful warrior. And, um, yeah. So this one was like about, it seemed like it was about like coming to terms with things because then we got Rolo and Siggy, you know, Siggy being insecure about Lagatha and Rolo's feelings for her. And he basically said that was the old me. This is the new me. The old me had those feelings and all that stuff. And the new me has moved on from that. So, and He's back in the fold. I like this version of Rolo better than that, the whiny, jealous, you know, just, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I like this one. He seems more mature. He's grown up a lot. He's, you know, been through some things and he's uh, a different person for it. So I believe him when he says it. And I'm back to Harold, Yarl, whatever you call his name. See, prime example, coward. You know, it's like, you know, you go, and I know you don't agree, and I and I'm and I respect that and all of that good stuff, but I'm not bending from my thoughts on how I thought that was cowardly of him. And it, uh, within his right, you know, all's fair and love and war, whatever <laughs> the saying goes. But at the same time, he knew that he wasn't going to be able to um, take Ragnar on uh, mano y mano. And so then we get to see just that. He, you know, tucked his tail and ran when he knew that it, it wasn't going to happen for him. And he out. So, I mean, I don't know what's all going to happen with that. Um, look, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't know if I said this before, um, but I don't watch the battle scenes. I look away, I, I, or I try to fast forward through, or I skip through them. I, I don't know what be happening a lot of the time during these scenes, because I don't watch them. I can't. I have a hard time watching that type of stuff. Um, I tried. It just gets to be too much, and I, it gives me anxiety whenever I, whenever it's on. Um, so... If things, I know I saw a little bit, I mean, I was listening um, instead of watching um, just so I wouldn't miss anything uh, in this episode. Um, And so I know that um, um, Yarn had gotten himself into a few uh, uh, not so great situations uh, to where Ragnar was not too happy with him. I cannot, I don't know why I can't remember that king's name, the Wessex King, I think that's what it is. Um, But that's, I'm very curious how this is all, because we never did get the the bargain or the, the conversation that Ragnar had with him to know what they agreed upon. We saw, we saw, I didn't see it, but... (laughs) I heard that uh, we heard that uh, Horik, uh, King Horik, got was defeated, and his his and of course, uh, I thought it was sweet that Ragnar asked about Ethelstan. Um, so, and we see that Ethelstan in this episode was struggling with his faith, and so I'm I'm struggling to to know where he's at with his struggle because <laughs> it seems. I mean, I don't know. It's like it's it's hard for me to um, decipher what where he where he's at. You know, it's like he's not. He, is he leaning more towards a pagan life versus Christianity, or is he still is such a conflict within him? Because we saw him, you know, take the bread, but then he um, takes it out of his mouth, and the king's son saw him. 
Uh, we see him having visions. It's like this, this, this conflict of faith that's going is that's going on within him. Um, uh, I don't know how long he. I mean, I, I mean, he'd been with Ragnar for quite a while, but I don't know in terms of years just how long he's been with him. But um, yeah, they formed a very tight bond. To the point, as we saw, Ragnar was concerned about his well-being and whether or not he was okay um, when the guy came and gave them the news. So it's I'm very care. I don't know what what to expect in regards to what's going to happen from here. Um, I, I mean, I'm assuming I don't even know. Like, is the the king? What's this king gonna? I don't know. I, I I have no idea what to expect. So I'm just, I don't have any um, thoughts on what I think might happen other than something's going to happen. <laughs> so, and Yahoo's pregnant again with the fourth child. So that's all going to be interesting. So that's all I got until next time. It's love, peace and buckle magic. Queen of the couch. Shy. That was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the episode. Good thoughts as always. Uh, first point. No, we can agree on this episode at least that uh, y'all Borg's actions were cowardly. I mean, he grabbed a man off of the horse and put himself onto the horse. Uh, not wanting to go one-on-one with your enemy. Yeah, I suppose that that could be, I mean... <laughs> one can say that strategically smart like yeah i don't want no fucking smoke i I have an army that's what i'm meant to do (laughs) um and in that moment yeah it's like yeah i I don't want this i want to regroup when i'm in a position of power to regroup uh and so yeah i get why he would run away but yes he did do it in the most cowardly fashion as far as Lagatha, yeah, she still loves Ragnar and vice versa. So, I mean, anyone with eyeballs can see that. And I think that him asking her to stay, that surprised her as well. But I think she got what she wanted. Does he still love me? Yes. Uh, he has the sons that he, he has and he still wants me. And I think that's enough for her to go back and it's, you know, I feel like with Lagatha, not trying to be um, too too spoilery at this, but I do think that she takes a lot of courage from Ragnar. Um, you know, they're both what thirty five at this this age or in season two. Uh, she might be a little bit younger, but I do know she's thirty five. He was thirty one in season one. I had wondered because there was like i had this whole thing of how old was he because he seemed a lot younger in season one but yeah he's he's in his young 30s now it's four years later he's 35 his son's 18 you know she is at a a little bit of a, a you know she went off took her husband's men she does have to return those you know <laughs> they don't belong to her and she's got her own shit that she has to deal with and while she could say stay and be in the warm embrace of ragnar and back in Kattegat where people love her that's not her path her path is the one in which she's forging for herself but she does take i think a little bit of courage a whole lot of courage and bravery um and she gets something from that friendship she has with ragnar that relationship they have with each other um so i i love seeing those two together because they are that Eckbert never got to make his deal so we don't know what the offer was because basically they were at the beginning stages ragnar can't make too much of any kind of deal with Eckbert because he's not the king so the most and that's why i don't think we saw anything any specifics because they didn't have any specifics to make at that moment like i want you to help me i want to hire you as mercenaries take that back to your king and see how he's interested in it and then we can meet and iron out the details 
but ragnar is not the king so he can't make those unilateral decisions he has to convince quirk otherwise um and then Eckbert betrayed them well not betrayed he, he he learned that ragnar left or he at least split his forces my guess is because they disagreed on that if he had to guess and then he just decided to attack Eckbert. you and mimi both talking about y'all high i got high as anxiety too now when i watch a battle i'm like give me the fucking popcorn this shit good i want to see all of it plus you miss out on how great ragnar is and travis femo is with his swordplay because this shit is epic um <laughs> i i respect that both of you just can't handle the anxiety so on and so forth but man that's uh especially in, in the coming seasons you're gonna yeah <laughs> you're gonna miss a lot uh if you aren't looking too too hard uh as far as some of the things they do go on while they're they're in battle uh and they're some are a little important but for right now i'll be i'll tell you anyway i guess that's what the point of the podcast is right uh so he does athelstan that's the last question i have on my list here he believes in both he is in the middle of both beliefs he believes in odin but he also is christian i was actually reading a not reading watching a documentary today and it's hilarious about how they talk about how it's really and it is mythos and televisionized how much it was pagan versus christian and it just really wasn't like they didn't give a fuck which way you were you were stunting wasn't a big old war over it because <laughs> if anything else about vikings you know most of them turned christian but they did it not because they weren't pagan anymore it's because that's how you do business with christians <laughs> you get baptized and become a christian and some may actually you know believe in it but you have to recall pagans believe in many gods so they can still believe in odin and thor and just throw christ in there like yeah you're just another one of my peeps i can call on when i need help (laughs) that fits my philosophy when i when i needed to fit this philosophy so for as much as the show loves to make a divide between christianity and pagans there really wasn't there really wasn't and i think that's going to be a good place to leave this podcast for this week once again if you want to send feedback blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe till the next time peace hair grease blacker magic <laughs>